Podcast Babies. I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney. And we're Fat Out of Hell. A bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigma through conversations about our experiences as bad, rad fatties. So take out your extenders and buckle up because it's time to go! Hell. Oh, and welcome to Fat Out of Hell. And if you're listening to this, congratulations. You've officially survived 2020. Uh, <laughs> Thank God. So this, <laughs> Maureen, what day is this actually coming out? This is coming out on uh, December 30th. So, so you, like, could, you could eat shit in the next let's day. Let's not. Hey, you know, <laughs> but we're, we're going to assume that, you know. Let's just assume. Like, yeah. You made it through. Uh, and friends, what a year it's been. Have we accomplished goals? Maybe. What are goals? What are goals? What is time? What is a day? What is the construct of time? I don't know anymore. If we were like, if we were like top notch, like amazing podcasters, not to say that we're not, but if we were like pro level, we would have listened to last year's New Year's Intentions episode and <laughs> compare the energy for that no i don't even know. i no. think i would just be so sad i, think I know exactly. <laughs> i will say okay so like i think this is a good question to ask what did you learn in 2020 because i actually can say there are things i am walking away from 2020 very different than what i walked in and i don't mean like uh, uh things that are um directly related to this time we've been in but like also aren't exactly because of the time we've been in if that makes sense so like the one for me that is very clear is um I am uh, an anxious little beaver when it comes to things that are out of my control like uh being on time places or you know things like that like I tend to like be like gotta do I gotta do it like literally become like anxiety clean over it and now i'm just like whatever oh i'm five minutes late oh okay (laughs) (laughs) or like technology not working the way i need it to work oh the internet's down okay like right like the things that used to cause me so much stress that are out of my control i actually have the ability now to take a step back and be like oh cool this is out of my control and I just need to like everyone I'm I'm going to buy into this moment of like what's happening right now everyone is doing the best they can do and this is out of our control and so like keep on chugga chugga choo chewing (laughs) um (laughs) for me I've gotten a lot more adept with technology I've always been like a technology person like it it comes fairly naturally to me but like for example I'm currently looking at like as we're recording this podcast I'm looking at a command center on my screen (laughs) um like I I know how to use streaming software um I'm I am producing a an entirely remote podcast with a one of the hosts is in a completely different state. Like I never thought I'd be able to do that. Um, And so, yeah, I've just become a lot more adept with technology, which really, really comes in handy. Um, The other thing that I really value is 
Honestly, so I think that what my New Year's intention for last year was, was learning how to be better at self-care. And that is absolutely something I'm better at. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, because I had so much, because I had so many like health issues this year, like not even, you know, I think it's, I think it's like, uh, dark, dark and funny that the year that there was a, a global pandemic was the year that I had every health issue other than the pandemic, um, which is hilarious. Um, but it's just, um, through that and through like needing to prioritize rest, I'm, uh, it's been like really, I've, I've learned a lot, which I value. I think for me, I would say that my, my number one thing was learning how to be alone. Um, which is weird. So like at the beginning of the pandemic, like I was just broken up with, like my best friends were off on vacation that I usually spend all my time with. So I I was like, didn't have anybody for a week. Not didn't have anybody, but like the people I hung out with the most weren't there. And then the world shut down. And I was like, oh, great. So I'm like really fucking alone. And like, even though, you know, like, I have people that I text often and I had like, you know, my work friends just hit a little different, you know, because they're not like your people, like, like they're not usually your people like outside of the environment that you spend the most time with them. And I'm a person that like thrives on being with the people that I love. And like, I, that's where I get my energy from, even though I do like to spend time like by myself sometimes, but not to the point where I haven't seen anybody physically in like a month and like as a child like it it's weird so haha vulnerability time um when I was a kid I spent a lot of time alone because I just kind of wasn't allowed to leave the house because my parents weren't really trustworthy people um so I couldn't go to other people's houses um the most I saw was like my prop my cousin on the weekends um but I remember there was a point in my childhood where I didn't leave the apartment for two weeks and so when I'm an adult and I leave that situation and I've been able to, you know, travel and go back and forth and like live in multiple apartments and like stay at friends' houses if I want to, whenever I want to, at the drop of a dime to you have to stay inside because it's literally for your own good. That was extremely triggering for me at the beginning of the pandemic and I didn't know how to handle that. And so like over the months because it's just a new reality now Mm. I've learned how to be by myself and enjoy my own company and like I don't need to be surrounded by people to have a good time anymore like I also think you've channeled some of this into like creating community in other ways yeah like yeah like the, I, I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm like, but this is exactly what led you to Twitch, right? Like that. Yeah, like, that, that's true. Like, like, yeah. I, and I was gonna be like my second thing, um, and like seeing the value that, like, and this is a very big one for me, um, like seeing the value in myself as well, like, like all of that alone time kind of led to seeing myself 
in a different light because and I don't want to like like a lot of things happened this year for me that were bad but also good like really good and I don't think I could have pulled that off if I didn't see that yes I do deserve these opportunities or yes I do deserve to like push myself back into a hobby that I'd long forgotten because like I just didn't allow myself time or like when I was younger people didn't think it was cool or like girls can't play video games what the hell are you talking about you don't know anything and so to to channel all of that stuff of like okay I can put myself out there in a way that makes me terrified like we were talking about in the last episode like I don't really take pictures of myself you know and like the thought of Though I love, like, being photographed and, like, to have pictures taken of me, like, the thought of, like, video scares me because I can't really control that. You know, I can't really control, like, I'm paying attention to a game. I'm not paying attention to my body or, like, you know, what's going on. Of course, I check myself in the camera, but, like, getting on Twitch kind of forced me to be comfortable with that. And that's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, it's freeing to know that, like, yes, there are going to be trolls on this platform and they do horrendous like things to like women of size every day and it's horrible. But I know that and I'm still going and like interacting with my followers and people that enjoy watching me play games. And like, I actually have like complete, like at, at I didn't think I would ever get to a point where like I became a Twitch affiliate in less than like, in literally a month. And it's I amazing. Yeah, and I have people that I have no idea who they are or they're on the other side of the world and they come to my streams and they, like, have a good time. And, like, that is something, had this pandemic, like, had not happened and forced me to, like, think about what I want for my life and what I want to do, I would have never done it at all. And I know that. Yeah. So, good things. It's good to be reminded what is important to you or what is comforting or what you know like there are things that I am walking away from this year being like oh yes like like I started uh, a podcast about the Muppets this year (laughs) where we decided like there's so much pain in the world right now that like the Muppets are so pure. <laughs> like, yeah. We just want to discuss the Muppets and talk about like how wonderful they are, right? Like yeah. the yeah. Um yeah, I the idea of like rest has been a big thing, right? Like we are all people who are like go, 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 go. <laughs> and now I'm like, go, 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 go. And that's okay. Like, you know, it's time to like reflect time to just recover right like sometimes you don't even know you need to recover until there's the opportunity to slow down a little bit and I think that's really important that like you listen to what's happening like uh on an intuitive level yeah yeah well and I think that I think that as fat people, we are kind of conditioned to identify good things out of a bad situation. Oh, yeah. 
because like there are so many times in our lives where like being fat is being fat works against you but on the whole in order to be happy with ourselves we have to look at blatantly bad and harmful situations and say even though I'm dealing with this, I still wouldn't change this about myself because of these reasons. And so I think that we're pretty uniquely suited to staring a global catastrophe in the, catastrophe in the face <laughs> and saying, yeah, but I got better at self-care. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. And it's like for exactly these moments that it is grateful that I am fat, where it's like, I don't think that I would be as, and like, there's that trope of like, oh, that we're like, fat people are so brave or whatever. But <laughs> I genuinely think that like, as a person who came from like, you know, I, I come from a privileged background. I, I don't think that I would have the coping skills that I do were I not fat. And so. Sure. Yeah. I also the ability to prioritize preservation right like right there's i do think that comes uh in part of being in uh bodies that have historically like not led for thriving right like you understand what survival is better than most and you're like oh, cool, 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 cool we need to survive like the next year to two years done <laughs> like you're like i, I will prioritize this. survival great i'll do yeah. literally anything i can <laughs> yep like yeah oh uh i can i can shut down with the best of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> jokes on you i'll survive this pandemic right um, <laughs> right like yeah i do think you know there is um an element of that i don't know what are things that you're hoping you'll either continue or learn anew in 2021? Um, I would say something that I want to continue is um, being more generous with myself when I feel overwhelmed. Um, this has been a year where, like, you know, it, this has been one of the busiest years of my life. Um, where I'm working on, you know, I, I work, you know, I, I have a regular steady job for one of the first times in my life. I have a, um, I have multiple side projects that I'm working on. I run a magazine. I, you know, I have so much on my plate. And there have been so many times. And then also there's a global pandemic going on. Like, <laughs> I, like, and, and I was sick a lot this year. And so it's like, it's really hard. Like there were so many times this year where I would just get so overwhelmed and just like question, like, why can't I do this? Why can't I handle this? And it's like, because look at how much shit you have going on. And so I, I want to be able to go into the next year knowing that you know from December 31st to January 1st my workload will not have changed but you know and you know I will not as a person have fundamentally changed but I hope that I can set that the intention at midnight to 
be a little bit more generous with myself and realize that like, hey, you are not a demigod. You cannot get everything done. And that's okay. Yeah, I think one of the things I have taken away from this year is uh, generosity to self in as much of like my fear of failure is something that like has led me to be historically unkind to myself and also historically uh, overwork myself. And 2020 has taught me that um, A, that's not real. B, that also uh, it's not sustainable, right? Like, it's just totally not sustainable. And I actually never need to question my work ethic. I work very hard. I need to do that with more balance. And the thing that's really hard for me is that so many of the things I love, I've turned into work, right? Like, that's like... It's, cool. <laughs> so like, but then you can't, the, the lines become really blurry, right? And when it's the thing you love and you're monetizing it in any way, it also becomes this thing of like, it's so much easier to get your emotional landscape tied into it. That isn't just like, it's just a different, it's a very different thing to navigate. Like, I don't think accountants feel the same way about how they personally and emotionally relate to their jobs, <laughs> right? Like, right. It's, it's a different language for them than it is for creators of any sort or artists of sort, right? Like, so there's that, but yeah, I'm walking away from this year being like, balance is good. Balance is necessary and balance is important. Yep. Kita, what what do you want to take into 2021? Shit. Um, I think I want to take in same thing, like, you know, close to what Jesse said, like, this new job that I have is pretty cool. And I'm really trying my hardest to, like, set boundaries because I'm like, work is not everything. Um, I used to go, I realized, especially when it came to, like, how am I going to brand myself online? Like now that like things are picking up a little bit, like who am I? And I realized that like a lot of my content in certain spaces was just purely work related. And I like kind of lived online to like be a part of this industry that like, like desperately needs help from like, you know, marginalized voices, but at the same time it's such a soul suck um, to the point where it's just like, I, <laughs> I like, I was like, I remember sitting up on Discord super late with Daniel one night, just like going through and just unfollowing so many advertising accounts because I don't care. I ended up <laughs> cutting down the amount of people I followed by like 400. Oh Whoa. my God. And it was just like pure like ad agencies, random people in the business that like I that don't even know my name. Like, you know, just like things that like I thought I had to be in the know all the time, live for my career. And it's just like I realize that like I've lost a lot of my natural creativity because I gave so much of it to work. And now feeling fulfilled in a hobby that does tap into my creativity. And I mean if you want to argue like 
presentation skills are definitely getting better because I'm just talking to people online for hours at a time. And I can like, I can actually see that like I'm getting more natural at talking when it comes to presenting at work and stuff. And I'm not attributing any of that to my career, Um, (laughs) but like, I want, I want to feel the balance that I feel now, like leaving work at work. And if I have to work on the weekend, like I don't feel as burnt out if I do have to do a weekend, like I just did. Because, like, I've made a better habit of leaving work at work and having my fun after work and having my, like, come down time after work. And if that bleeds into the weekend where I can just take my time and not, like, fuss over it because they're going to get it when they fucking get it as long as it's up to timeline, cool. You know, that's fine. And I want to continue to build that balance and, like, put myself first in all aspects of my life. Um and I also just want to, I want to take this confidence that I have, though wavering a lot of the time, I want to at least have the foundation that I've started to create um, become firmer in the next year um, and not feeling as nervous to put myself out there or as scared i don't know the internet's a scary place like after i got trolled heavy that one time i stayed far away from anything that would like really put me out there and now i'm like slowly inching back into finding my voice and things like that and i don't know i like it and it feels good and i want to do it in a way that feels healthy and feels natural and doesn't feel forced like i think i tried to force myself to do a lot of things and like you know, talking about, you know, how you you monetize the things that you love and like I haven't touched KPS all year. I even changed the name and everything. And now it feels natural because it's what I want it to be and not like, oh my God, you should totally make money off of this. And I'm like, okay, cool. And like, no, it's like <laughs> I genuinely want to draw again. Yeah. And it feels nice to like and like I don't know when commission's gonna be open. Oh, you want a drawing? Sure, let's talk about it now. <laughs> But, like, there's no official um, thing where, like, I feel like I have to churn stuff. I, this is getting really long-winded. <laughs> I don't feel like no, I have to churn things out all the time. I don't know. Well, it and good. it's it's then is about what you want to create as opposed to... What other people want from me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been... I've been such a people pleaser my entire life. <coughs> and sometimes and it's I not still even... am. Yeah. Like, it's never going to go away because I like to make people happy, but. But you can put boundaries on it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, this is the thing. Like, I have realized about some aspects of myself that, like, are akin to, like, people pleasing that I like that about me. I don't want to change that about me. What I need to do is put better boundaries up around that. And that is actually my job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that. I think is, you know, that's part of the, the health of aging, like is figuring that kind of stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any, who, who are you walking away? Like person of the year for you? Fuck. Person of the year. Oh boy. That's really hard to say. Um, it can be people. It can be a, a. Um. 
<laughs> Can I say fat Instagram? <laughs> uh, yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like there's been a lot of really productive conversation this year in fat Instagram. I think that there's been a, a lot more discussion about mental health and like really taking a step back. I think that there's been a really frank and productive conversation about like, just like what you were talking about, like setting boundaries. Um, there was, there was a conversation really recently that I really was like respect the hell out of because so body posse Panda has been getting, um, some in, like I'm saying endorsements, like they're a political candidate, but like has been doing more like sponsored content and she posted something about how she's getting messages from followers saying that like, Oh, I liked you better before that. I liked you better before that. And so the conversation around and how she, like she initially felt some shame about that, but then she realized like, wait, so what these people are saying is they appreciated me more when I wasn't, when this wasn't sustainable. <laughs> they liked the energy of my content more when it, when I wasn't seeing financial return on my time investment. Right. And like, that's not the kind of, and like that, if, if that's the kind of people who are interacting with your content, then that's not the kind of people that you want interacting with your content. And so I think this conversation around like balance and not, you know, consistency is important, but so is mental health and bandwidth. And so I, I think that there, there have been some strides in content creation in this community this year, which is really fantastic. I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and just say black people as a whole. Um, Cause like, holy, like th sitting here thinking about, like, I can't narrow it down to one person just like purely the heaviness of this year and we're still out here you know like we're dealing with the pandemic that has been racism since the beginning of the country like the birth of this country we are dealing with a pandemic that kills us at a higher rate because we're not afforded the same opportunities and the same health care and like always suppressed always oppressed like and we're still going to our jobs and doing what we have to do to survive and also finding love and ways to celebrate each other and still create culture and still keep that shit moving, you know? Like, to see our people get murdered over nothing, like, literally nothing. Like, the latest, and I, and I, and I haven't, like dove deep into this one because like I just can't take it anymore like to hear that a man got shot in the back three times for holding a subway sandwich and his keys walking into his house for a woman to get shot after just sleeping a fake $20 like like there is no way to be safe in this country there's no way to like to like exist without some sort of fear every day over nothing 
but we're still out here despite all of that finding ways to be happy and finding ways to still have community with each other and like make content that like makes people smile and like makes people happy despite all of the racism and like the trauma that's like going to be just ingrained in us and like born into the next generation of kids just because of like all the bullshit that we're going through and have to go through all the time like I don't know a more resilient people and sometimes it's really fucking hard when like you have to like go into these white dominated spaces and like exist or just exist in general and so I don't know as Issa Rae said I'm always rooting for everybody black and that's just how I feel and I think it's I think it's great um yeah (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to also say Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you both actually just said very lovely, profound things, but also we'll throw Dolly Parton into the mix. <laughs> yeah. No, Dolly's, Dolly's lit. She, she gets a, she gets a, yeah. I mean, I, she recently did an article where she basically like put RuPaul in his place about. I saw like, that. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you basically I can't be funded. outside running around looking like you. <laughs> oh my I mean, god. There's also like a lot in that. Like RuPaul is Fuck. pretty notoriously um arguably transphobic, arguably like there's like mm-hmm. some things yeah. like, you know, there's a uh meme that went around a few years ago that was like three fists meeting in the middle and it was Joss Whedon, RuPaul, J.K. Rowling, and the meme was Ooh. people who were progressive in the '90s and haven't progressed since the '90s. Oh <laughs> and my you're like, god! Oh, oh. <laughs> you're like, um, yes, yes, yeah. But, but also, like, you know, I, I do think there's something. I'm trying to think of a way to craft this, even though it was my question, of like. I, by, by no means do I think the, uh, election solves anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Biden being elected solves anything. Nope. I do think it gives me a glimmer of hope that things might be able to be solved. Like just a little, not like we at least have a chance yeah, it's like a little bit of gas. Yes. And like watching the last four years has been kind of a hellscape, right? Like mm-hmm. the like just things that have it's not that um, there are elements of these things that have never existed. They're just so much more in the open. They're just uh, like on steroids, right? Like uh, also like we've never really just like in any sense of like modernity done things like ripped babies away from mothers, 
and separated them. Like, historically, have we done that to Indigenous people? Absolutely. Like, I'm not trying to, like, um, negate history. I'm talking about, like, modernity, right? And, like, I don't know. I really, there was a part of me that really thought Trump was getting reelected. That, like. Oh, um, big time. Oh, yeah. I went into that. I went into that night and I was like, I just have to operate under the assumption that he's getting reelected because otherwise I, I won't be able to deal with the disappointment. Right. And like, I don't know, there's just like a little glimmer of hope for humanity that perhaps we're going to attempt to do better. And I don't know, maybe we can hold people accountable. Maybe we can actually enact change. Like, I don't know, maybe not because if history, you know, it's like, what is, I don't know. I don't want to I don't know. Like, I just keep thinking, like, that phrase of, like, um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and hoping for a different outcome. And I feel that way often about politics. But I also feel like we are at a critical point. And if we don't learn that we keep doing the same thing over and over, we fracture, right? Like, if we don't somehow figure out how to give people universal health care, if we don't, you know, like, shouldn't the pandemic, it should be unconscionable to people that the lowest number of people are insured right now than since before the ACA because so many people have lost their jobs, right? Like, that should be an unconscionable thing. There's so many things that I'm like, we are fracturing and either we fix this or we are permanently fractured. Here's the thing. I think they know, though. There's no way in hell that these people don't know how to do this. Like, totally. I think they just want to keep, like, the people that are down even further down. And it's all about greed. And, like, they, they know what the fuck they're doing. Well, and they don't there's, care. You know, like, we talk about defunding the police. We also should be talking about defunding the military in as much oh, yeah. as like oh, like yeah. repurposing those funds to these programs we know are absolutely imperative to us being able to keep surviving right like anyway i don't know i'm not saying anything uh, as eloquently as what i wish dolly parton that's yeah dolly i also want to give like a specific shout out to stacy abrams oh, who took her yes, fucking yes. loss and turned it into like a fucking task force of getting so many <coughs> unregistered people to vote, which ended up in turning fucking Georgia blue. Yes. So if we want to talk about fucking like of all the people that I just like, all my black people, Stacey Abrams gets like a little extra gold star. For also ye- fucking incredible. Uh, at the time of release of this particular podcast, um, the runoffs are still happening. If you can throw some money to Asaf and Warner, like, please do. Please, if you can write some postcards, please do. Mm-hmm. Like, getting those two Senate seats in Georgia is important. Essential. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that. You know. Mm. Well, I would uh, say we have about 10 minutes left. So do we want to talk about our January going yes. on? Yes. So, one way we're going to combat the inherent fuckery of January (laughs) 
and uh, the like, you know, the monster that is diet culture is for the month of January. We are going to do something. We are hashtagging fat out of selfie. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to like, I maybe give prompts. That should be fun. Yeah. That's yeah. A good idea. I like, I was, I was like, <laughs> I didn't clear this. And then I was like, uh? <laughs> but I think prompts will be fun. And I think that's something we can do. Um, and we just want to encourage you to like, get yourselves ready to take some cute ass photos of yourself and rejoice in who we are as a collective in 2021. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, our last episode with Kelly Lenza, um, photographer and superstar, um, was we were talking a lot about how, about just like fat people being in photos. And one of the things that we landed on was that like, because self, because as fat people you know oftentimes we're the people who value ourselves and our bodies and who we actually are who we actually want to be the most and so much of photography is about perspective and so like taking a selfie is so much about a true reflection of how you see yourself that it's like as a fat person it's such an important act like it seems like it seems like such a small act but when you look at when like looking at the perspective and looking at the lens that you're providing it's like this is how I want to be seen and this is how I want to be treated um and so making a practice out of it is so important and (coughs) the best way to make a practice out of something is through repetition so um yeah we challenge you to take a selfie every day in January and get that shit on the internet. Hell yeah. It is literally rewiring our brains in how we see ourselves and how we treat ourselves, how we respect ourselves, and also how uh, one thing we actually know, there is research that's been done that people's estimation of fat folks literally change just by seeing fat folks. Yeah. So we're going to do it. We're going to be seen. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. I think it's going to be cute. Um, question, a uh, point of clarification, are animals allowed in the photos? obviously yeah okay great no it's just i i like i like taking a i like taking a good selfie with a cat smushed up against my face it's my um it's my personal brand so (laughs) um yep i'll get maggie and cosmo in the photo at some point perfect that should be one of the prompts is like pet photo pet photo or animal baby, animal, animal, and it can be a stuffed animal baby or yes. a real animal baby. Mm-hmm. We'll um, release, we'll release some kind of like with Inktober. We'll release some sort of thing. Yeah, 
It might not um, be daily. It might not be daily prompts. It might be weekly prompts. I think weekly would be nice. It gives people yeah. time. <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's that. So here's to 2020. May she rot in hell forever. Mm. And uh, here's to 2021, where hopefully we all get a vaccination and can be with each other in the next year. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? I want to put I want to put forth a fat out of hell. I want to put I want to put forth a fat out of hell goal of having a picture of the three of us in person. Yes. Yeah. Look out for that picture coming coming not soon. Coming in 2021. <laughs> Maybe the three of us. The three of us in the same room. Mhm. Oh my god. Yes. All right. All right. Final thoughts? Is that our final thought? Uh, I think that's a good final thought. I think so. Happy New Year, Hi. BBs. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year, babies. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Out of Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat Out of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at fatoutahellpod at gmail.com. Bye, babies.